Welcome to Outside the Box, Turning Past Reputations on Their Head. Today's topic is Pirate pirate Party. Political parties are boring, especially their names. Republicans and Democrats, liberals and conservatives, Congress and labor, national action or green parties, and plenty of initials like our, like BJP, CP, SP, and PRD. But in the 1850s in the U.S., there was the Know Nothing Party, spelled K-N-O-W. And now in Iceland and other countries, there's the Pirate Party. Yes, parties with spunk, and really different. The Pirate Party began in Sweden in 2006, and exists primarily in Europe right now. According to Wikipedia, quote, the party's platform is based on so-called pirate politics and direct democracy, end quote. So, what are pirate politics? Well, civil and human rights, direct participation in government, free sharing of information and knowledge, free speech, transparency of public institutions, anti-corruption, and net neutrality, for a start. Are they capitalist or socialist, you might ask? Pirate parties try to be neither left nor right, but on the side of openness and transparency, emphasizing personal involvement in the institutions that influence them. New England town meetings are an example of the direct democracy that the pirate party would support. The Iceland Pirate Party is perhaps the most active right now since its formation in 2012. In 2013, it garnered just over 5% of the vote, enough to gain three seats in the Icelandic Parliament. In 2016, it placed third among parties in the national vote, giving the party 10 of 63 parliamentary seats. It has since lost ground, but pirates have been elected to town or city councils, including three members in the capital city of Reykjavik. There's even a pirate party in the U.S., begun in 2006. The U.S. version and most other parties model their structure after pirate communities. For example, the chair of the national party is called the captain. Six states have an active pirate party, with the closest one to me being in Massachusetts, which has elected one party member to a town council. A slow start. Choosing pirates as their political model is no accident. Pirates have a unique and dynamic history of collective attitudes and social structures. While usually considered lawbreakers and violent by most, and many certainly were. Most pirates were actually super democratic in how they operated, sharing their bounty equally and creating a profit-sharing structure, more democratic than any other in the 16 and 1700s. Some pirates even had a written insurance plan where someone losing an arm during a ship-seizing action would receive a designated payment less for a leg, and less still for one finger or eye. 
on many ships, the entire crew decided by majority vote what area or ships to plunder next. Many crews were integrated by skin color, and in a few cases, by gender. Captain Kidd and Blackbeard, and maybe those in Pirates of the Caribbean movies, might be the best-known pirates, but there's also noted explorer for the Queen of England, Walter Raleigh, William Dampier, a naturalist who discovered many previously unknown plants and animals and wrote about them, and a few women, such as Anne Bonny. Pirates, arg, another subculture that has gotten a bad rap. Robin Hoods of the sea, taking from the rich and giving to the poor sailors. Well, at least in some cases. Some were not so wonderful. Cruel, violent, greedy, slave traders. But we can say that about politicians, business owners, sports figures, entertainers, and just about any group that are wealthy and powerful. Are you ready to embrace the pirate party where old politics are out and a new world is on the horizon? I'm Larry Dancer, maybe ready to join a pirate party in Maine.